at Alina Health. We care about your health and wellness. Learn how Alina Health provides care that can benefit you in this edition of The Wellcast. Now here's your host, Melanie Cole. Are you a woman who's pregnant, has a history of anxiety or emergent anxiety in your current pregnancy, and want to learn complementary approaches to managing that anxiety? My guest today is Tina Welke. She's a perinatal social worker and therapist with Alina Health. Welcome to the show, Tina. So what's normal and abnormal? Every new mother or pregnant woman-to-be is always nervous. We always have anxiety anyway. So what's normal, and then what? how do you determine what's abnormal? Hi, Melanie. Thanks for having me. You know, that's very true, um, that it's incredibly normal and quite appropriate for moms and, and their partners to be very anxious about uh, pregnancy or bringing baby into the world. You know, worried about safety, making sure development's on par. Every, I mean, those things are very normal. What we're talking about here is anxiety during pregnancy or postpartum period that becomes a little bit more abnormal or, um, you know, more of an anxiety disorder. And that's when it's, um, you know, it's severe enough to cause distress or it gets in the way of functioning with family, with work, um, or at home with your partner, things like that, where the worry is just very, uh, it becomes so big, it's hard to manage. Okay. So then what do you tell women of what they should do when they do sense that, or is it the loved ones who are sensing it first? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, oftentimes partners will say, something's going on with my wife um, or my partner since she's had the baby. She doesn't sleep as well. She's been talking a lot about, you know, his safety and weight and making sure breastfeeding is oftentimes a huge source of anxiety or stress for moms just to make sure they're doing it well or right. Um, But oftentimes moms will bring it up. Like, I just can't settle. I'm not sleeping well. I'm always focused on is the baby breathing? Is the baby okay? Things like that. What I really like to talk to my patients about and women about when I'm teaching or educating them or supporting them is about their overall emotional health and welfare. Like, if you really think about, like, that whole being and um, having moms just feel incredibly supported having them understand what to do um, with stress, so giving them good coping mechanisms or thinking about ways to manage stress because bringing a baby into the world or having a pregnancy with other children is very, very stressful. So talking about their emotional health um, and well-being is really, really important and how they kind of orient themselves to problems and how they are figuring out and managing stress. I also talk to moms a lot about, um, you know, their history of anxiety or history of perfectionism or thinking they have to do it one right way or the right way when there really is no right way to do this. And I also talk to moms a lot about being kind of a good enough parent. So thinking about breastfeeding and thinking about, you know, the delivery and um, afterward, what looks like good enough, not perfect, not all or none, but really like good enough um, parenting at home with your partner and um, so the baby's well, and so are they. That's a great bit of information there, Tina, because it is certainly true that we, you know, feel that need as women to be perfect, to be super moms, to be able to do it all, and none of us really can do it all. We all need help sometimes. So what are some complementary and holistic approaches to that healthy and balanced well-being that you're discussing? Yes, uh, Melanie, that's so true. So many times moms prioritize kids or family or partner first and that they come last. 
And so, you know, we've, we've been talking, we talk about this all the time. I practice with a physician and her and I talk about this all the time, not only with um, medical professionals, but with patients also just about, um, you know, self-care, coping, you know, different kind of complementary approaches outside of medicine at times before women get to that point um, of needing to take medicine or before they're seeing their therapist. About many, many of my patients do yoga, prenatal or postnatal yoga, um, seeing an acupuncturist, doing massage therapy, working with an integrative medicine person to understand use of aromatherapy. I talk to patients all the time about sleep and nutrition. You know, if you get up in the morning, and certainly moms deserve and need coffee, but if you're drinking coffee throughout the day and your body is exhausted and you just keep putting coffee in your body, it's really important to think about when your body gets to rest, when it gets good nutrition and water, and if you can sleep when the baby sleeps or at night when your partner's in, can, can he or she help and so that you can get some rest or kind of, you know, kind of unhook from the day or the baby or breastfeeding or whatever that looks like so that she can be well and get a little bit of downtime. So thinking about like of a balanced approach to, to uh, parenting. So then if a woman does have clinical depression... Yes. And she is diagnosed that way, and she looks to medi- medicational intervention, mm-hmm. whether she's pregnant or this is a postnatal thing. What yeah. do you tell them about that need and where they should seek help? Yeah, that's a really good question. There's so much um, emphasis placed on harm to pregnancy or to a woman and uh, the developing baby through breastfeeding about medicine harming Um Uh, harming the baby. But what we really need to think about is this more holistic approach about mom, her physical health, her mental health is just as important as her physical health. So if we have a mom who has a history of depression or anxiety or both, and she goes into the pregnancy without, you know, any medicine, and she is incredibly stressed and not sleeping and worrying constantly, we know that impacts her how she's functioning, and we know that it impacts through a lot of data and science and studies. It impacts the developing fetus. So it's really, really important for moms to think about seeing, talking to their trusted provider. I tell moms first um, step is to talk to their OBGYN. Moms prefer to get their care from their trusted provider, which is usually uh, you know, an OBGYN, a family practice doc, sometimes a, a midwife, and talk to them about, you know, I'm feeling all of these symptoms or I'm, I'm struggling this way or I can't sleep or I can't turn off worry or I'm so afraid of contracting this or I'm so afraid of eating all of the right things. So it's important to talk to their trusted provider first and foremost. Many times docs can talk with them about, you know, starting medicine if that's indicated or maybe seeing a therapist and starting there like as a first line approach and talking with a therapist about their worries or their sadness or depressed mood. Um, and then many times um, the OBGYN or the doctor uh, provider will reach out to um, a person like me and saying, like, I think this depression is way bigger than I can manage, or I think this anxiety is getting worse. Can you give me some ideas about what would be helpful for this patient throughout her pregnancy or postpartum period so that she's well and her symptoms are treated? So tell us about the goal of Mindful Moms Group and the shared medical visit. Yeah, so Mindful Moms is a group. It's a shared it's a shared medical visit between myself and Dr. Elizabeth LaRusso, who's a perinatal psychiatrist. So this is a two-hour group, and our focus is really on complementary approaches to treating anxiety during pregnancy. So um, patients are going to be able to meet one-to-one with the reproductive or perinatal psychiatrist, Dr. LaRusso, 
talk about symptoms, talk about their functioning, talk about whatever kind of is on their mind as far as their anxiety and their pregnancy um, and how they're, how they're managing it. We um, are having a yoga instructor come in and teach, you know, kind of a gentle flowing yoga to moms, and Dr. LaRusso and myself. And then moms are going to be, or I should say women are going to be then meeting with me and talking about psychoeducation, the basics of perinatal anxiety or anxiety during pregnancy and what that looks like after they've had the baby. And then I'm bringing in, um, we're looking at guest speakers or clinicians coming in and talking about acupuncture and Chinese medicine, nutrition and the role of nutrition, um, aroma and massage therapy. We're having an integrative medicine physician coming in and talking about kind of more natural approaches to anxiety like supplements and teas and things like that. Also having another therapist come in and talk about mindfulness and meditation and how important that is in managing, you know, kind of worried thoughts. And then we're also having Dr. LaRusso speak to patients when complementary approaches aren't enough and when psychiatric medicine is indicated and what that looks like for for women uh, with their pregnancy. So what a great program, Tina. Wrap it up for us and give moms, listening moms-to-be, even women who are thinking about getting pregnant, your best advice about that anxiety that we all suffer from when we're thinking about having children or if we just had a new baby and what you really want them to know about about the best ways to take really good care of themselves throughout that process? Yeah, good question, Melanie. So what we know is anxiety can be, um, during pregnancy and after delivery, it's quite common. And we know that women are at a higher risk if if they've had a history of it. I will say that there are many anxieties and worries that are very common and valid about pregnancy and bringing a baby or babies into this world. And those kinds of things, you know, uh, can talk about with your partner or other moms or women that you know that are trusted or talk about with your OB about these are the things I'm worried about. When it gets a little bit too big or hard to manage, it's really important that you're that a woman's adequately supported and so that she can talk about her um, her mental and emotional health with a therapist. Sometimes that's indicated and that's an okay thing. Um, and that if you're if you're anxious, I really encourage you to think about being brave and courageous as a as a woman and a patient to talk about with your OB and just say this has really been it's really been hard for me. Starting the the conversation there is important, so you know your trusted provider or OB can then refer you on to someone who could be um, helpful to you during pregnancy or, or after you've had the baby. Um, you know, anxiety poses a risk for mom and their well-being, but also the baby and family. So it's really important to get it treated. And again, I, I, you know, coming from kind of a holistic perspective, looking at mind, body, um, mom-baby attachment, and looking at the whole family, it's really important that women are, are well-supported throughout their pregnancy and are able to talk about some of the more normal worries and the worries that are getting bigger and harder to manage. And that's why we exist, and that's why we've created this group, Mindful Moms. Thank you so much, Tina, for being with us today. It's great information. And for more information on Mindful Moms, complimentary approaches to managing anxiety during pregnancy, you can go to alinahealth.org. That's alinahealth.org. You're listening to The Wellcast with Alina Health. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.